This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome back to Higher Priestess. This is the podcast where we restructure self-perceptions. This is Smart Girl Internet. We challenge our insecurities and talk absolute shit. I am Persephone. And I'm Erin. I cannot fucking wait. <laughs> Me neither. This is, again, a quarantine episode, a quarantine special. A quarantine diaries. <laughs> no, honestly, day one. <laughs> I ate super noodles. Day two, I ate them again. <laughs> Literally that, as if that's not different from my everyday life. <laughs> yeah, we were just saying it's like the awkward moment when you find out that your daily normal life is called quarantine to other people. Hysterical. It's not good. It's not going well. So we're currently kind of on sort of FaceTime, sort of Sky. We're doing the weirdest situation to make this work, but it's working so far. <laughs> it's working really well. I'm recording on voice notes. I mean, this we'll is see it. how this goes. This is it. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, a friend we all know and love, <laughs> but yeah. it's really not. But it's kind of the unavoidable topic at this point, coronavirus. Yeah, we hate we hate her, but she just she just wants to be in the gang so bad. She won't leave us alone. <laughs> she's desperate as fuck. We've been like, you can't sit with us, but she's been like, bitch. I'm she's in scooting you. over. <laughs> Whatever you go, I am also there. <laughs> so we don't actually know whether we have coronavirus. I don't think anyone fucking knows whether they have coronavirus because they're not handing out fucking tests. No, I mean, unless you're Idris I think Elba. chances are, <laughs> unless you're rich and famous, then you know. Even if you've got no symptoms. You know, neither of us are showing any symptoms. I don't think. Are you showing symptoms? I've got sore throat, but who doesn't? Mm, my whole house is coughing like maniacs. Yeah, exactly. But... Well, so we're self-isolating, but... I think that is what I want to get the chat out of you about self-isolating, because I'm finding it fascinating and it's absolutely mm-hmm. hysterical. It's the weirdest kind of discourse I've ever been a part of, like everyone taking this thing upon themselves. Yeah, it's just one of the most interesting discourses I've ever been a part of. And like the fact that Twitter is just constant. Everyone is talking about it. Like I was literally going through, like I wonder if I can find one tweet that isn't about coronavirus. Well, now is the time of all the jokes I make about you not being on Twitter. Mm. Now is the time to not be on Twitter, I'd say. Yeah, it's like, honestly, everyone log off. It's a lot. It's it's, it is but crazy. Instagram has this other, there's a weird discourse in on both of them as well and facebook there's a whole other thing going on because it's almost like god i wouldn't dare and go there yeah it's like the rural parents almost like the 50 year olds that are like living in their villages and like shit we've got to get that toilet roll we've got to get that new roll before ourselves out like everyone's going mad twitter's like um (laughs) 
Twitter's kind of like making jokes about like, oh, this is my normal life anyway. Like I love like I or like I've been waiting for death since I was born. Like yeah, and then Instagram's like cute like isolation photo like selfie. Um, quarantine OOTD. Yeah, it's just so funny seeing the different things. Facebook, don't don't you dare no, go. No, I on haven't that. looked on it. I don't really oh, have Facebook. I, have. I know because I fucking sent you a Facebook Messenger this morning, and Did I you? thought, oh for fuck's sake. Yeah, I'll tell you what it was though. It was actually funny. It was you know that app called Calm. Yeah. That's like it's like yeah, just a meditation yeah. app. It came up as like sponsored obs because nice I that shit. yeah um and it was a story read by no one no one other but then bron oh amazing <laughs> and it was a picture wait of have bron. i not sent that to you at some point <laughs> definitely i've definitely seen it before it was literally <laughs> a big picture of bron he was like the windy castle episode one i got <laughs> I was, it like, reading this thing it was so good oh my god you know who has coronavirus who torment no yes and no to make it even well to make it better no less than sir davos seaworth commented saying get well soon my friend x (laughs) isn't that so fucking cute get well soon my friend my friend it's i'm really hearing it in your voice like get well soon my friend not the voice at all so sweet that's really cute i think sir davos is probably one of my fave characters i really i honestly that second time around when i watched it with you confirmed for me that he really is a great guy he's the true um hero of the show yeah he kind of is (laughs) the good guy the only purely good guy (laughs) yeah he's got no ego like john's got a bit of an ego also funny that he's a total like scam artist and we're like he's the only good guy yeah (laughs) i don't mind that he scams that's kind of my aesthetic Oh, I'm pro scammer. One hundred percent. We'll have to get into that in a, on a later date because. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to talk about so your isolation, like where you've been, like what you're doing? Right. Okay. Well, I want, I want to hear it all. Spill I'm just having two. a great time over here, just chilling out. I really am, though. Are you? Yeah, I really, yeah, really nice. am feeling quite good. I'm obviously, I'm definitely like um, apprehensive to the ramifications of like work, my work yeah, life. Absolutely. That's the. That's the fear, isn't it? That's the terrifying bit for us because we're privileged to be healthy. Yeah. Um, that the fear is like, oh shit, where's my money coming from? Well, isn't it crazy? I was going to say to you earlier that we literally love capitalism so much that when we there's a literal pandemic and you still want to go back to work like people are lying about their um symptoms so they can stay at work go home and this is another thing Mm -hmm. i was saying to you is like god you fucking hate yourself so much that you literally can't stomach the thought of spending (laughs) some time alone with yourself (laughs) like you're that terrified (laughs) to like confront your own state of mind like you cannot bear your own company that much that you would rather go mm-hmm. out and get coronavirus and spread coronavirus. Because you just need the distraction of work. You would honestly rather die than be alone. Yeah. And this is the crux of this episode, I think. Why are we so filled with absolute self-hatred and like a denial of ourselves that we physically, the thought of quarantine, the thought of being on our own, we're like, right, okay, Netflix, I've got that, thank God. Okay, well, now I need to get enough food that I'm distracted. Okay, well, I also need to get um, a playlist and I'm going to tweet about it. I'm going to do Instagram and I need to grow my business in this time. It's like, no, no, fucking chill, guys. Just chill out. You're just on your own. You're You're with yourself all the time. There's no difference. You're just not distracted now. I find it so fascinating as well with the rise of the hatred of others 
obviously at the, be- mm-hmm. the beginning and the turn of coronavirus it's a very i'm doing quote marks chinese virus etc that whole rhetoric yeah. as much Awful. as you will hate the chinese you hate yourself more because you don't want to fucking sit at home with yourself you're terrified you're shaking in your boots you're absolutely shaking at the idea of oh god i've got a quarantine and i think that's part of the twitter discourse that i've seen loads i think yeah 100 percent. i think what i find really interesting is the kind of different narratives that are pushed about isolating etc so as we say there's the instagrammable like just chill out like mm-hmm. log off of socials yeah. like do your breathing exercises and like maybe get some yeah. fresh air if you can keep your routine keep your routine because that's the most important thing it's a bit like look okay you still want to keep your capitalist roots in there. yeah Don't fuck the routine we're anarchists now like burn the rich we'll fucking take the system back fuck off with your fucking routine literally you that you want to keep your nine you want to wake up early get into your work uniform and slave away and then you're happy because everything's just normal and if not that, if not go back to work or get, why didn't you bring your laptop home with you? You need to get simulate on. Simulate that system. That, yeah. Simulate that at If home. not, you need to find a new avenue to delve into. Oh, that thing you've always wanted to do, now's the perfect time. That book you've always been meaning to read, now's the perfect yeah. time. That skill, that hobby you wanted to pick up, now's the perfect time. Yeah. It's like, you actually can't just keep quiet for like two weeks. You can't just let yourself play Sims for two weeks. It's insane like honestly what would be the worst case scenario if you bought yourself a nintendo switch and played animal crossing for two weeks stunning three months i mean my worst Worst case case scenario scenario. would be those things are expensive (laughs) that would be my worst case scenario (laughs) (laughs) because i haven't been working (laughs) it's like i can't afford a nintendo switch but okay you you steal a nintendo switch you go looting well that's what i think is really interesting is the discourse around like keeping busy and or like enjoying like romanticizing quarantine is very mm. much amongst the privileged yeah and or the privileged is very much amongst the privileged that it's so hilarious the the way the it's really hilarious to watch what we do to self-soothe totally let's just mimic the system i've been in my entire life which is grind 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 it's like look we're in a fucking global pandemic you don't need to write a book now you don't need to do an online course on something you don't need to you don't need to learn a language for goodness sake yeah. if you survive this the language will still be there for you to learn don't worry about and this it. is why i think it's interesting because people are having to face the fact that they could die and it's almost like okay and we're still pushing yeah. for capitalism you could die and you're still pushing for this. Really? That's how attached you are. Well, thinking about it, quarantine, if you're self-isolating, it really is the perfect time to like learn a new language and blah, blah, blah. And I can almost guarantee the amount of people that are talking about picking up new skills mm. or like engaging in fun things that they don't get the time to do because they're working 24-7 is not mirrored by the amount of people that are actually doing that. And I was going to ask you, why do we hate to grow? Like, why do we hate actually putting in the time to, like, work on something and build, like, a new hobby and, like, indulge in, do you know what I mean, the kind of practices that better us as people? I don't think people do hate it. I think they're too tired to. I genuinely think people are fucking exhausted. They've been at work all day. They've been... Love that take. They literally are. It's like, okay, yeah, well, I'd love to do it. The fact we are constantly pushing towards, oh, yeah, I should write this book. I should do this. I should revamp my entire wardrobe, blah, 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 blah. I should learn a language. You clearly have the desire to do that. We have the desire to keep growing and evolving and learning as humans. But I'm fucking tired. 
I've got three kids. Honestly, bars? That is amazing. <laughs> I do think that's it, though. It's like, yeah, I'd love to, but you know what? Netflix is here and I actually do need to just chill. So love the idea that. of quarantine is like, okay, brilliant. So I actually now won't be exhausted and I can do that. So I get the appeal of like, okay, right now I can focus on my passions, in quotes, mm-hmm. my purpose. Well, that's what ever. I was going to say, in quotes, because mm. I also think it's a case of... <coughs> she's got it i'm going down one 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 um, <laughs> not nine, that's nine, the nine. uk number for um sort like national health service um i think it's also a case beyond being tired of you don't actually want to read a book that's performative you exactly. don't actually want to learn a language that's a lie like i think we deceive ourselves yeah, yeah with the projections of what is like aesthetic and what um how we how much we can romanticize development yeah. and self-growth in well, quote marks do you want to read a book or do you want to post the picture of you reading the book on instagram there you go do you, do you just want to read the first read 10 it? pages and be like love this book never pick it up again honestly i'm shaking my head big time shaking the head so how's your self-isolating going are you self-isolating are you social distancing i am social distancing at the mo nice that's what we like to hear but it's been very recent i think for both of us because our job doing high priestess has for a long time required us to be we're in the public domain like we would at a festival we're doing events blah 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 we had to be with people and then this whole thing hit and we were talking about this but all our work has just been cancelled and any freelancer knows or anyone who's doing something similar everything you have coming up has just all been cancelled and it's for the foreseeable like it's just indefinitely it's just a big open space now of a calendar yeah which as kids who have only been brought up and indoctrinated by capitalism there's nothing else we could compare this to Mm. so i think the fear actually of financial stability obviously has so many problematic ties to the way that we place our worth and our value on our productivity Mm. but beyond that if this does all blow over at some point, which I'm obviously hoping that it will, yeah, we are going to need to pay rent and live and survive and you need money to live and survive. So it is definitely a worthwhile issue. Well, that's why we're so lucky in the sense that our, we're not like stand-up comedians. Do you know what I mean? Like our, our thing doesn't rely on us being on stage night after night. Stand-up <laughs> I'm comedians to think, like, who, who would need the like stage every night? We're not actors. Well, my friend's a hairdresser. Yeah, exactly. But I was talking about so freelance. What? You but go like around and visit everybody, for example. Yeah, exactly. Well, but... yeah, she's self-employed. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. So she's going house to house. But I, in like the terms of freelancing, so that's as in like, yeah, I was just trying to think of people that would be in large rooms. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyone self-employed? Yeah, totally. But nat, but ah, we're quite lucky in the sense that ours is on is an online community, so we can keep doing these, and we've worked out a way that we can do this podcast like not face to face. We don't need to go on trains and blah blah blah. But we don't need to get down to the studio to carry on working. Absolutely. A lot of people don't so have we're that reality. So lucky and that, that we have a, a, an online audience. But it is still the thing of like, shit, okay, we do need to like re-evaluate how we can keep this going and like make it sustainable mm-hmm. for how God knows how long. Well, I had someone saying to me the other day, you know, at some point a lot of servers are going are gonna to be going down because mm. people won't physically be there to keep them going. Well, exactly. So even the online um, could be hanging by a thread. It really is the most existential. But that's not even like money though at that point. That's like society crumbles, which I'm, look- I'm looking yeah. forward to the day. And also, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also thinking, fuck, I did not know I love society so much. Like I'm a bit scared for that. I thought I'd be celebrating. I didn't know I love my life so but much. But it's almost yeah. like, oh, I didn't know I wanted society to keep going because it's like, 
oh shit okay when because also when the so when the servers go what so our phones go we can't contact anyone that's like yeah. okay so civilization is dead well i was thinking yeah on a personal level I've been calling my nan, like me and my nan have been speaking on the phone every day, which I normally speak to her often anyway, but every single day checking in on her, she'll text me in the morning, etc. She's obviously an elderly woman and she has an underlying condition anyway. So she's she's asking for trouble. (laughs) Yeah, it's not looking good. (laughs) But that's the thing. That's Um, why this... And I was thinking yesterday, what a blessing to be able to have a phone and I can ring her. Like a lot, so many people. And it's obviously such, it's just a white issue is you don't understand your life isn't the default experience. Yeah, totally. It's interesting because I've been saying for so long, society is fucking bullshit. It fucking hates society. Look at the state of it, blah, 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 blah. But the second... It's like the cheek of it is set up for us. Yeah, the second there is a tiny little um, crumble. Inconvenience. A tiny it starts to crumble. I'm panicking my fucking arse off. I'm going, oh shit, shit, shit. I'm going to lose the privilege that I have, which shows the absolute horror of society. We want our bubble to stay intact. It's terrifying. It's hilarious that anybody in our position could be like, oh my God, I fuck this. I can't wait to die, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Obviously. But I think the, um, just the innate dissatisfaction of someone in a position of privilege Mm can project onto the world so blindly and it's so tone deaf. Completely. It's something that I keep saying all the time. So glaring You missed the mark. Like, honestly, you missed it. Like, you're not seeing what's going on here. Read the room. Read the fucking room. Yeah. Read the room. When people are there going... People are dying and now just because they look like you, you care. that's why I find the, like, aestheticisation of quarantine so particularly, like, distasteful because it's like, okay, so I'm I'm gonna make my playlist of quarantine songs. It's like, Kim, people are dying. It's like, people are literally dying from this. Like, people are losing their jobs from this. Business is going out and you're at home with your, like, comfy salary. Make your playlist. Yeah, because I'm gonna have a laugh when I die. Like, you are. If this is the end. You are, but it's also... I completely agree. I think it is distasteful, but I also think it's the reality of, like, dealing with any struggle in life. And I saw something before all this coronavirus stuff that I thought was hilarious. Like, it was a joke on Twitter, and it was like, yeah, I'm going to romanticise my depression because otherwise I'll die. Like, it was supposed to be funny, (laughs) and it is hilarious. But it's like, this is how people cope. Like, and I don't think that is... I don't think that should be undermined either. Like, I think the reality is so many people um, will have to make jokes and like make a light out of the reality of isolating for example Mm. because yeah if I'm gonna say for example I'm like yeah I'm gonna make my quarantine playlist and I'm gonna um put on my quarantine OOTD and Instagram it and I'm gonna make some hilarious jokes on a podcast Mm -hmm. etc 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 well meanwhile you know my nan's in a vulnerable position so I could be crying over that like I think there's definitely I think obviously it's insane but I think that is beyond coronavirus I think we are constantly making jokes out of the worst parts of society because if you don't laugh you'll cry I agree for the most part I think absolutely I know you I agree. agree for the most part I think yeah it's it's of course it's necessary to look after your mental health all of these things when you're in literal isolation like we're not used to this position sure but I also think there's something just like a little bit it doesn't quite like sit with me right it is just like how are you making a, a global pandemic where we are the people that are surviving this 
and lots of people below on the like social hierarchy are gonna fucking die from this lose their jobs lose all their money lose their houses how are we making this an aesthetic thing like that to me doesn't sit quite right i know it's all about personally trying to make your experience funny making light of it but it's also like we are kind of the ones that are winning in this situation well that's the thing i think if people are winning in this situation then that's their own kind of that sounds like a you problem like that's their own prerogative however they're going to like if they're exploiting coronavirus that's going to kill people for as a means of like making jokes on their social media or whatever like that Mm -hmm. is if that sits well with them and their karma then that that sounds like a you problem that's nothing to do with me yeah um i think what's important is a lot of the jokes and like the hilarity of coronavirus all over social media is largely dominated by the working class scottish twitter black twitter people who aren't necessarily the heroes i think most of the tweets i've seen are white people in their homes being like guys we've got to look after our own mental health in this scenario i think the reality is the the trends as in the social media trending moments Mm. and the memes and the jokes are largely from the everyday kids who are going into school every day and meeting 400 other kids that probably have coronavirus and then they're going to their uncle's house and i think i don't think we should take away like um so I don't think we should take away comedy. No, from never. The but it's not class comedy. Or... It's not funny. What I'm saying, it's not comedy. I absolutely think a joke. But I think a large part of it is hilarious. Like people what? are making funny jokes, and obviously, um, I think I think it's that Ricky Gervais thing that we both always talk about is the intent behind the joke and the understanding and the context of who the comedian is versus what their understanding is of. Well, it's it's more than that though, because it's like the subject of the joke and the joke. The subject of the joke may not be funny but the joke is funny which i think this falls into that category of like this yeah. is the joke coronavirus is the subject of the joke which is not funny but the joke may be funny but i'm not seeing jokes on social media i'm seeing selfies are you not? well i am but th- those are all the ones that are fine who are you seeing selfies from because also what i think is interesting i actually think a lot of the um influencers and um like social media influencers and actually celebrities too i've seen mm. and what we did actually on socials is say what do you want from us because i don't want to be tone deaf and ignore the fact that there's a literal pandemic and people are dying yeah but i also a i have ads to put out like i have contracts to follow through with in the upcoming week and b i understand that social media is used to make light of situations and to like help people out so i actually think what i've seen is the a lot of people i think have stepped up and I've actually been impressed with the way that they've dealt with it because they're not the people basically that I would be um cautious of making jokes Mm. haven't and I think that is really important interesting I just have seen people almost loving it like absolutely loving that they've had like a bit of time to kind of aesthetically pretend they're reading a book got you yeah but I think that's yeah yeah yeah, complete but I also think that it's actually really interesting both of us know the messages and the discourse the social messaging the discourse the narrative that follows a situation in so many cases actually um like pervades what that situation ever was the narrative becomes way bigger than the reality hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass." 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, and I think what is interesting mm. from that social messaging of people supposedly enjoying their quarantine and things like that or um like basking in the self-isolation and being super self-indulgent um Mm. i think on one side is beneficial in that it is essentially advertising it's free propaganda for people to understand that if they are in a position that they can self-isolate they should do so and i think that's really really powerful um, I mean, mm. we know the power of influence. I think that is something that cannot be understated. And I think the more you s- yeah. see self-isolation, if you're in a position to do it, you're going to do it, which is really, really good. But obviously then beyond that, I think what's really important is what we touched on earlier, the reality and what is actually going on behind someone's um, Instagram pictures. Because it's very easy to take a picture of a book cover. um, But if you're not actually using your time in self-isolation to become a better person, that's on you. Like, Yeah, Yeah, fully, fully, fully. I think what's really interesting is to try and investigate people's intentions with coronavirus. Because I completely agree, like, not everyone has either... I mean, no one has the full education behind them. But no one has... A lot of people don't have the full understanding of the weight of the virus but I also think a lot of people um I have seen actually people really pull together and I found it really really interesting you've seen people pull together 100% I've seen people be more divided than they've ever been completely agree I've seen people being just more divided than ever for example the toilet roll situation the stockpiling all (laughs) of that has just proven to me that people have just been absolutely I've never seen people be more out for themselves to me it's just heightened everyone's individualism it has no in no way have I seen people banding together other than a tiny bit of guys let's all not be selfish let's stay indoors and it's like Yes, absolutely. We should 100% do that. But that is also, it's kind of the easiest thing you could do is do nothing. I haven't seen people going out to yeah. volunteer at the fucking NHS, blah, 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 blah. I've seen people do this most simple thing. Guys, let's just stay, stay home and watch Netflix. It's not particularly like inspiring. I completely agree. I've seen so much hatred and that is kind of what I would expect with the pandemic. So what I've been really um, like almost reassured, like I don't want to say impressed because I kind of expect every human being to be a bit decent. But there are so many movements on you expect every human being to be a bit decent no i don't as in like 
I that expect that from you. I don't expect that from you. Do you get what I mean? Like, I expect you to fucking clean your room. Like, but I don't expect you to actually do it. Do you get what I, I mean? I want you to. So but... I expect people to yeah. be like a fucking decent. Like, I'm expecting you to be decent. Yeah. Um, what I saw a lot of the other day, which I should have sent you, which is really, really nice. There's a, um, a group in, for example, there's a group in East London who are going from like Barking to Dagenham, etc. Mm-hmm. And visiting, they're quarantining themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And setting up a service where they will go and um, keep people company and drop them, like, deliver them, like, anything they need, basically, like, produce, like... <laughs> They're literally spreading it from Barking to Dagnum. <laughs> No, but <laughs> from everyone back. But as in, they're like quarantined groups of people. Well, how are they quarantined? Um, but they're, where, they're going around. How is that happening? Well, they're self. They're isolated mm. completely, and they're they're solitaire. Like they're completely alone. Yeah, and they are um test like tested people, yeah. and they can go for. So it said on the thing, you can take them. Well, it's just groups like that basically yeah. that are isolated groups, quarantined groups that are stepping forward mm. to like care homes, hostels. Um, places like that that people who are particularly vulnerable yeah. who have been forgotten are actually being understood in that case yeah. and I w- wouldn't have expected um, it was kind of like working class men from East London yeah. and I would never have expected that social group to step up in a pandemic is one example yeah I love that yeah it's something that I think is really nice people are hiring temporary work mm. um for like people who have lost so many people have lost their jobs which obviously just like it's just mm. so it's devastating for so many people in so many avenues I think that we wouldn't have just expected from a virus beyond getting ill people's lives are being completely shaken well, up because it's like it's not even the virus in itself that's terrifying it's the downfall of capitalism which is i think shaking people because with the downfall of capitalism the virus will spread further and then more people will be affected it's gonna the whole fucking recession and everything that's gonna happen yeah and that's the bit that's terrifying it's like the absolute hysteria of everything that we know i entire capitalist society the bricks are falling changing one by one 100 um there are care home groups in london that they have clubs that they normally go to to socialize Mm. the clubs obviously aren't running because you don't want like 50 elderly people in one place going traveling there and traveling home so they've set up (laughs) honestly recipes for disaster so they've set up um like traveling food services Mm. where every day they get sent like a lunch and a dinner etc people are passing around books for others to read like um on mailing services um loads of little things like that that i wouldn't have expected yeah i would have expected but not expected you get what i mean and i think it is obviously i think at this point it goes without saying anything that makes people feel threatened will always pull back to race will always pull back to class there was a huge war amongst humans at every point in history today is no different and coronavirus 100% amplifies that but I also think I've seen people react to a pandemic in a way that I could have only I, I never would have expected because I don't think yeah humans obviously it brings out the worst in people so i think there have been so many elements of society beyond just the jokes on twitter or people just staying in bed that have actually been really really nice and heartwarming to see but i think the problem is as you say you haven't seen them and i think that's what's really damaging is it's very easy i've seen some things like that but i think the majority so from going through instagram 
and Twitter. Yeah, I think the majority is really The majority is horrific, I would say. The majority is the reason why people are like, get off your social media, don't do any of this stuff. But also, that stuff is all amazing, absolutely. And you do see some things like this, like someone standing outside a nursing home with a sign, I saw something like that, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, really nice. And it makes you feel like, oh yeah, great, there are some nice things that are happening. But when you step outside the door and you go to Asda or something like that, which I did two days ago, and I'm not going again, um, <laughs> it's absolutely once is enough. Yeah, I'm never going again. I'll make do with the fucking rice I have for two months. But it's literally like you do just see what happens to humans when they're put under pressure because it literally is all law and order just disintegrates. And you, before you know it, there's not a queue for the self checkouts. It's people scrambling, and it's cra- it's crazy to watch it because it happens way quicker than you would think. I believe. Yeah, it's complete chaos. But I think that's why. Social media, it's you don't have to go looking for the bad news. No, you, you just don't have to go looking for the no. bad stuff. That's Which why, why it's so I think scary. Are because like, get get off social media because it's like well, you don't need more of it. You step out your door and you see it. You definitely literally, you, can look you step out outside, window. you see it. You scroll on Twitter, you see it. Yeah. So if you want to make a quarantine playlist, that's all right by me. Absolutely, make yeah, make your quarantine playlist, but also have some bit in your mind that is just checking the fact that whilst you're making your quarantine playlist whilst you're working from some home people have never had the privilege of making a playlist before you've got and a now spotify they're going to account. die you've got a spotify account so you've yeah. got something some people have just been made redundant some people ha- are going to lose their homes some people have got kids that are going to die and you're there like cute spotify playlist it's like okay come yeah. on come on yeah there's just, i completely there's, agree there's totally layers to it that yes you can try and make your own situation as comfortable as possible but you have the luxury of trying to make it as comfortable as possible because for a lot of people it's going to be literally like a living hell for like yeah. the foreseeable future or just this this is your standard life interrupted with a living hell yeah They're- everyday life their standard life is a living hell in your mind in your perspective it's a living hell interrupted by like an unliving hell yeah it's not good is it should we talk about vanessa hudgens okay yeah because that's just light (laughs) like light fun um i saw some again something hilarious someone commented on that saying um it just reeks of privilege like she can only see as far as the last place she left her hair straighteners (laughs) yeah literally and it's like yeah it's honestly you couldn't see beyond your yeah your nintendo switch honestly like, get me one please if anyone wants to um send me yeah Animal oh my god sponsor us at nintendo <laughs> sponsor us sponsored by switch <laughs> i would love that yeah so vanessa hudgens we put it on the story last night but if you haven't seen vanessa ann hudgens otherwise known as gabriella montez or the princess switch whatever that film was oh my god did we watch that together the princess switch yeah v- one of the she's done another one what she did another christmas film this christmas called the night before christmas the but K-N, night as in night yes. in shining armor yeah it's really what's she doing it's an interesting thing what's going on there i have no it's idea like, what, like, she could get better roles i have she? no idea like what is that business model <laughs> every year netflix christmas the movie worst it's film really strange but with the narrative of so the princess switch was literally the narrative of the parent trap but they're a princess yeah it's just two two vanessa it's just like what is happening here i don't understand it's monte carlo no it's the exact lizzie mcguire movie we've seen it before like come on so true come on. but with no amazing musical montage at the end yeah hey now Hey and it's got no sing to me Paolo <laughs> moment. I mean, I'm not iconic. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna have it from Vanessa Ann Hudgens with no um, cartoon in a monologue. <laughs> no, that can't happen. <laughs> On, uh, did you ever love <laughs> who did you love from Lizzie McGuire Gordo did you yeah do you remember Ethan the bad boy I don't know. he was kind of the bad boy oh 
I remember them saying, Ethan. Ethan. It's the one Lizzie fancied. Quite loved him. Yeah, I was going to say, I can hear it coming from them. Mm. As like, a, oh my God, Ethan's there. Mm-hmm. Is Ethan a hot boy name? Ethan. Ethan, yeah, I think it was. I mean, Gordo's definitely. Gordo. Gordo. Gordo's. <laughs> I just think he looks like... You know they cancelled that? What do you mean? They were doing the Lizzie McGuire reboot ofs. Oh, I didn't know that. They were trying to do a That's So Raven situation. They were going to reboot it, yeah, really amazingly. But then Hilary Duff has stepped out and said it's not working because we're capped by... I think it was going to be on Disney+. Plus. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. And she said... In her statement, she said um, Lizzie needs to be... Lizzie can't be held back by a family friendly glass ceiling the realities of a 30 30s year old woman is like dating culture and all of those bigger stories and narratives that won't be told so yeah we put her on the story vanessa ann hudgens gabriella montez and it was her sort of talking about coronavirus i'm assuming it was like an instagram live yeah it was an instagram live yeah that went very very badly it couldn't have gone worse i don't know what the hell she was thinking my favorite bit was when she was like People are gonna die, but and it's just like the way you said that. She's like, but it's inevitable. Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't know what she's saying. She's like reading a script and she's like, it's inevitable. Like, is that what you wanted me to say? She obviously wasn't thinking. I actually think that's why Instagram Live is a danger in the wrong hands, just when you're not thinking straight. And she was like, I obviously like respect it, but I kind of think till July is like a bunch of bullshit. And it's like, she was like, I mean, July is a bunch of bullshit. Like, I know it's a virus. I get it. And I she, respect it. And she kind of tosses like, her hair. respect it. She like scrunches her hair and like tosses it as she says, like, I respect it. It's like, oh, Gabriella, what were you thinking? Yeah, I just think she wasn't thinking. This is but why you need People Troy. have really come after her, which is, I mean, it's, cancel culture is, is a thing. It's real. It's like but, coronavirus isn't killing her, but it's killing her career. Yeah, big time. <laughs> What was the other thing? Also, at the end, I thought it was interesting because she says, oh, I shouldn't be doing this right now. So I think she was high. Oh, yeah, I remember you said that. I think she was high because she's like, I really shouldn't be doing this right now. And she looked... The, the I think people think was that she's high, high all the time because also, remember in that... She did a video with Ashley Tisdale where they sang mm-hmm. X's and O's, I remember. I remember and you all of the comments me. are like, oh, my God, is she high? Is she high? Is she high? Is she high? Etc. Um... Yeah, literally. She, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think she did look high, though. Or she looked out of it in some way because she was literally like, oh, my God, I shouldn't be doing this right now. And the whole way through, I was thinking, yeah, you're high as fuck. And then she, when she said that, I was like, okay, she knows she's talking shit. It's almost that moment I think, when you realise you've gone off on a tangent, you're like, oh, shit. I think, yeah, when you're... If you do anything in the public eye, and I think social media people will get this loads. Mm-hmm. And even just now, when you are, like, navigating in 2020, mm-hmm. everything you say will go wrong somewhere. Like, yeah. it just could. Yeah. And obviously, we just live with the best intentions and this is not a safe space. We are constantly educating, but we are also not cunts. Um, yeah. And I think it's just a risk you have to take with opening your mouth. But also, but what would possess you? Like, I think we're acutely aware. Like, like, sometimes people are dumb. Yeah, but... Sometimes people are dumb. That's just it. What level of dumb are we operating on? Like, yeah, people can be a bit dumb. People can be dumb, sure. But to to make an Instagram Live complaining about the fact that Coachella is cancelled and that you're saying, I just think that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, obviously it's various. And then when she literally says, so obviously people are gonna die... 
Did she talk about Coachella being cancelled in That's what it was about, apparently. Well, that's what started the combo. Yeah, about Coachella, and that's why she wants it. Oh, yeah, because she's the Coachella queen. Got you, got you. But it's like, I love how you literally can't see beyond your privilege in the fact that an event you like to go to that's thousands of pounds to go to is cancelled, whereas people are Coachella is a thing in itself. We should do an episode Mm. on Coachella because it's hysterical so we've got that to look forward to in october what coachella being cancelled yeah. is it october it's being postponed to october oh okay so everyone's like a scoop a spooky coachella oh my god oh are people saying that that's quite fun yeah i'm already excited for october <laughs> love october <laughs> if you make it if our fingers crossed i make it <laughs> oh my god so many people will dress up as coronavirus won't they like a Corona oh beer. Oh my God. A Corona beer with like germs all over it. I'm calling it now. That's oh, going to be the costume. Dear, oh dear. That's what people will be. And people will be like, you're appropriating. Yeah. And then people will kick off. Yeah. The internet's funny, isn't it? Like people. Yeah. That You just get a bit of everything. Did you also see the thing I posted that my flatmate showed me that was like that guy on Yeah, Facebook. that was on Florence Given's story. I was going to say, did you get it from Florence's story? It wasn't story? on Florence Given's story. No way. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it Jack, was. No, Jack sent it. Someone that Jack followed. No, I get that Jack sent it to you, but also it was on Florence Given's story. It can't have been. Because she said it's heterifying. It, it was. No, it can't have been. It literally can't Sophie, have been. That's Jack's old football It coach. was. It might even... Well, it might be on there. It's a huge thing. It was all over Twitter. Just coming back on, and this is making it into the podcast, I just proved Sefi wrong and she's really upset about it. Take it. I'm, I'm happy to learn. Happy to learn. It's all good. Internet... Daily internet lessons. <laughs> um... Yeah, should we leave with some, like, um, recommendations of what we think, what we would advise people to do if you are able to social distance and isolate? Maybe we should say read validating. Yeah, read our <laughs> But e-book. maybe we should say, like... I'm literally like, the privilege of reading a book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think a lot of people will struggle for obviously so many reasons beyond like getting ill with a virus there are obviously so many capitalist issues being pushed on us right now as a reality and Mm. i think maybe we should discuss some ways to try and avoid that so i do think avoiding facebook is a huge thing because the type of content you're going to get on facebook is not chances are not going to be it's going to be like that 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 geezer that i just spoke about but also my main advice is chill the fuck out for the first time in your life you may not have to deal with capitalism on a daily basis yes we're struggling with money and all of this stuff that everyone is struggling with at the moment and it's all uncertain but you literally are not having to show up to your job for a few months few weeks it's going to cause other issues but we're not coming face to face with capitalism for a few weeks so chill the fuck out try and like accept that it's okay to be in your own company yeah you don't have to distract yourself from yourself you can just enjoy being you on your own and also you don't have to be productive i think that's also one of the crucial bits is literally like it's a global pandemic and we're being encouraged to like create stuff it's like what no you can you can have you can come out of this with nothing other than your health yeah you don't need you don't need your own new fresh manuscript like, you don't need to come out of this with anything. You can come out of this with uh, a three-generation family on The Sims and great health. Stunning. That's perfect, right? Oh. That's what you can come out with. Love it. And you've gained a stone. That's fine. You can come out with that. Yeah. It doesn't need to be everyday home workout. No. If you don't want it to be. No. You honestly don't... You don't have to keep up with any of the stuff. Yeah. You really don't. I think this is a really good opportunity to unlearn everything that capitalism taught you, if you are able to do so, and relearn that it's okay to just 
be yourself and do nothing. Just be yourself in your purest form and like fill your day with something Mm. that you actually want to do, not something that is just going to distract you from your own mind. It's like, God, you actually want to get out of Mm. your mind that badly that you can't deal with two weeks on your own in in peace and quiet. Scary thought. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Yeah, you don't need to run away from yourself. And also, turns turns out you can't run away from yourself. Everywhere you go, you bring yourself. That's not a lie. Lana Del Rey once said. Honestly, stunning lyric. But yeah, and obviously for those of you that are struggling, thank you so, so much for listening. And truly, we are thinking of you and sending you... And also truly, you you are not... You're not on your own in this. Like, I think this is... As much as it is kind of there's this like individual um ideology coming through of like we need to just like protect what is ours there is also an understanding of like every single person right now is feeling a little bit like oh fuck like what is happening everyone has some sort of connection to the virus you're gonna feel yeah you're gonna feel connected to like oh fuck everyone is struggling here well thank you so so much for listening i hope i hope quarantine finds you well i hope (laughs) you've enjoyed this if you're listening to this in like the months down the line or this has made it into Mm -hmm. like some time capsule of the coronavirus and then it's like post-apocalypse and like the new new life form have found this podcast (laughs) the burning rubble yeah yeah honestly they find this amongst the rubble on playing on someone's iphone stunning oh my god imagine it's just under a load of dirt and they're like what's that noise i can hear it they're like higher priestess and they're like this was their religion (laughs) yeah this was their religion this is what the humans studied (laughs) amen to that yeah cool right maybe i think this is a human (laughs) they'll they'll find a phone with us talking i think this is a human oh it's a human voice speaking there's two humans under there the phone is the human They think, oh, "Oh, this is a living organism. I was kind of thinking the phone is playing higher priestess from under some rocks. And they're like, oh my God, there's two girls under there. (laughs) Like, save it. (laughs) No, I think the aliens find it and they're like, this phone is like a sentient being. This is our God. speaking. And it's just a weird parallel to what we have now where the iPhone is our God, but in a different way. That's a Black Mirror episode. This iPhone (laughs) is our God. Oh, and, and, and we're living it day by day. Iconic. Yeah, we're living that. Cool. Well, let's carry on worshipping Apple, our one true God. And following let's the high leave... priestess religion. Yeah, our secondary God. <laughs> secondary religion. <laughs> and also, we're going to try and up the content, I think, during this period, because we're all going to be needing podcast after podcast to keep us Definitely. sane. So you can enjoy much more to come. Thank you so, so much for listening, and I hope you're all well and safe and sound. Thanks, guys. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Thank you. Bye. Bye.